Oh, hey guys. Um, before uh, before this episode starts, I just wanted to say, it's uh, hey, it's Trevor and Damien here. Hey. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so we recorded this episode earlier in 2020, and Kirk Cameron like, just keeps getting worse and worse. So we're not going to talk about the fact that he mm-hmm. uh, had big you know, spreader events. Uh, well, during who, who didn't? Yeah, exactly. In 2020, you know? <laughs> or his weird stuff he said at the election. If you're like, hey, stuff is missing from here. It's because uh, he's always going to be dumpster fire, and it's mm-hmm. just going to keep going till end yeah, of time. This isn't the uh, Kirk Cameron sucks podcast, so we can't <laughs> we can't keep doing new update episodes every week. It's true. Um, unless you want us to do updates every week, then yeah. you can email us. Yeah, to uh, do Kirk believe Cameron. it or not, um, podcast at gmail dot com, and just tell us. Please switch to the Kirk Cameron show. Yeah, and we'll we'll change everything we do just for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship. Praising God. Hey, everybody. And welcome to... Believe It or Not. The show where we believe it. Or not. Or did I. Or not. Or what? What's the deal? Uh, the deal is that uh, we talk about all kinds of crazy things, and then we discuss uh, how we feel about it, yeah. right? Yeah. Sometimes you, we you, get really angry, you know? Yeah. So. Usually about belief systems mm-hmm. and what people believe. Yeah. V- yeah. Uh, do you like uh, sip, sipcom, sitcoms? Sit, a sipcom. Is, this, <laughs> is that a show about like going to the cafe and you having yeah. a sip? Yeah, yeah you hang yeah, out at the... Fine. Yeah, I like yeah. sitcoms. Well, I used to like sitcoms. Oh, uh, 80s sitcoms. What do you know about 80s sitcoms? Uh, oh, uh, did Cheers start in the 90s or was that in the 80s? That was the 80s. That yeah. was the 80s. I watched a bit That's of Cheers. One. Yeah. Um, WKRP in Cincinnati. I think that was uh, was that the seventies, maybe early eighties as well. Mm. But that was a good I one. can't think of what else was in the well, Family Matters. Family Matters, yeah. yeah. Uh, the um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this anymore, but uh, the Cosby Show. Yeah, that was the eighties. <laughs> another uh, another famous one was Growing Pains. Never watched that one. Yeah, actually, I missed that one. I don't know how I was. Into sitcoms, I loved all those family sitcoms, but Who wants to watch for whatever that? reason, I never watched Growing Pains. I watched um, Full House. Which, yeah, I um, never really watched Full House. Hmm. I think I watched it every week. I'm fine that I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I would watch, and then when it was rerunning after school, I would watch it like as soon as I came home yeah. from school. And so some days I would watch like four episodes of Full House. Wow, yeah. you love Full House. <laughs> I loved it, yeah. I never really watched it. I saw one episode of the, the reboot, and it was awful. Yeah, I So imagine. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch that. Candace Cameron was on Full House, okay. but her brother, Kirk Cameron, was on Growing Pains. Ah, dun, dun, dun. do you know anything about Kirk Cameron? I, the name is very familiar. Yeah, uh, uh, it might be. Did he do anything other than Growing Pains that I should know about, Trev? Is, uh, is this something that you're leading me into? He, well, after Growing Pains, he did a couple movies, uh-huh. but uh, mainly he became an evangelist. Ah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so he was uh, born in L.A. and he had three sisters. Uh, what other names? Bridget, Melissa, and Candace Cameron. Uh, yeah. Now yeah. Candace Cameron Burr, uh, married to uh, Valerie Burray. I, I think I said Burr, but it's Burray. Uh, Valerie Burray. 
that's his name, hockey player. Oh. Um, fun fact, I used to go to the same church as them in Calgary. Oh. So never saw them, but yeah. it, was a, it was a mega church. So Right, so yeah. there's probably like mega a lot of people there. Yeah, exactly. You went to a mega church? For a little while. It wasn't Didn't my you? jam. No? Yeah. Did no. you go just by yourself you went? No, it was because like... I was in the Bible college and then like right. a bunch of people would just go there because it was, you, you had to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. So, and that was the easy one. And how many, how many people were usually there oh, about, man. can you, can you, I would guess, give me some scale. My here? guess 3,000, 3,000 people. Wow. Yeah. That would be my guess. Like per, was it like super flashy and kind yeah, of, like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, like the, yeah, it's called uh, Center Street Church and it's like Calgary's big mega church with like okay. the flashy lights and. And everything. And well, that's exciting. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm just curious about this. I've never been in one of these these mega churches. Yeah, it's uh, it felt like there should be a Burger King in the lobby and wow, like, there was there was like a coffee shop in concessions the lobby. Concessions or something. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know what? I might go to church if they had all the concessions. Yeah. There. Do some... they have a funnel cake? Uh, they didn't. But if they, if they, did, they did, I'd be there. I'd be there. <laughs> He was, you know, doing commercials and, and yeah. little small roles in movies and stuff. Like, you play, like, a character named Little Boy or whatever. And then eventually, as a teenager, he got growing pains and was, like, a teenage heartthrob, and people right. loved him. And then while he's uh, filming this program, he meets his co-star, whose name was uh, Noble, well, Chelsea Noble. And Chelsea Noble. she became like his love interest on the show. Oh, and then he my. started having a bit of a, a little bit of a crush on her. Went to church with her to impress her, and then found God, found <laughs> Jesus, and uh, got married to her. And like during the summer break, yeah. and went full like Christian. Jeez, mm. um, how thirsty was this guy? Yeah, I guess oh, he was. Uh, I was actually watching an interview with Alan Thick today. Um, yeah. Rest in peace. Canadian uh, icon, uh, <laughs> father of <laughs> uh, that douchebag. Uh, but anyways, he was talking about it and George Strombo, and he's like, I mean, I guess it's like it's weird that all of a sudden he just doesn't believe that dinosaurs existed anymore. But uh, wait, because he's he really a young, Earth, he became a young Earth creationist and stuff. So, but oh, Al- Alan no. Thicke said that, and he's like, but I mean, I guess. What happens to a lot of child actors? It could be worse. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But uh, so turmoil the, started. The only on, one who molested him was the Lord. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> but true. But uh, yeah, so he started getting a little controlling on set um, as a Christ, as a newborn Christian. Uh, uh, you know, he would only kiss his wife. <laughs> so if there was any any other love. Yeah. Like interest or whatever that wasn't allowed. So why be so, an actor? Yeah, exactly. Then get out of the business. Yeah. Do something else. It's rumored that he got one of the cast members fired for po- uh, posing in Playboy. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This... So she was fired shortly after his conversion and stuff, and like it's wow. it's alleged that he was the one who kind of forced them to get rid of this her. This guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny because I was, I was reading a thing recently um, where people were equating that like when people turn to God for various reasons, like one of them is like in uh, drug addiction and things like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of times what they're doing rather than addressing the underlying problem, the, the religion itself becomes the addiction. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what this feels like. Yeah. 
It feels much. like there yeah. was some problem that he had that he wasn't dealing with, and then he just latched on to religion and just oh. made it his addiction. A hundred percent, and he latched on hard. And uh, yeah, it sounds like he's just being a huge asshole. Yeah, and ever since then, he had in any movie he's ever been in, which are mostly Christian movies after this point, right. he will only kiss his wife. So either they have to cast her as her wife, yeah. or... They put a wig on her and like shoot it from a weird angle or they just don't have a kissing scene. <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to make sure that your wife is always getting work. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's also a bad way because then you can't kiss all the ladies. <laughs> That's true. But, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess he's still kissing a lady. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> and uh, so after, after all this, you know, when you leave a show... And there's controversy around how you left the show and, you know, there's yeah. rumors about you being an asshole. It's, it can be hard to get a role after that, even though he was like a heartthrob. Um, was he a heartthrob? Yeah, like, I got to take him. a look at what he looked Okay. Um, is this what he looked like? Oh, yeah. That is not little, a heartthrob. Little Kirk Cammy. Oh, little Kirky Cam. He looks like a dip. Yeah. But one good thing about him leaving uh-huh. the show... Um, he was replaced by a young Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, well, okay. He looks a little better there. Yeah. I can, okay, I get it there. Yeah. I think I saw a much older picture where it was not a flattering photo, but the rest of them, not bad. Mm-hmm. But Leo. Leo, yeah. So Leo was already on the show, but uh, as a different character, but he kind of rose up and like kind of took well, he, his he place. Grew yeah. up. He grew up and, you know, became the Leo we know today. Wow. So I guess we have Kirk Cameron to thank for that. And growing pains. And growing pains, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all through the 90s and stuff, he didn't talk to his growing pains. Cass, uh, like after he left the show, like castmates and stuff, different cast members got married and stuff, and he was not invited to the weddings. He was the only one in the cast not invited. And <laughs> Well, it sounds like he was a bit of an asshole. Yeah, so exactly. I, I don't blame him. And then in 2000, they did a made-for-TV movie of growing pains, like a reunion. And Did they? Yeah, and he came back for that oh. with his actual wife playing his wife on the show of course and uh but that's when i guess they kind of reconciled then yeah they would always have disagreements afterwards and like publicly we disagree on these things with the cast but they would always also like just still get together and so at least they like patch things up but enough to make a public appearance i guess yeah so they did two made for tv movies one in 2004 as well but that's one of those things like they, it's like at least they patch things up. It's like, yeah. Well, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Like if I don't get along with someone at at a job I used to have, yeah, I don't feel obligated to like make up with them and like reach out after yeah. ten years. I could give two fucks. Yeah, it's true. And like I think that's what um one of his cast members, what's her name, played his sister, was like. He just seemed like he moved on, and he seemed like he was in a different place and he didn't really yeah. need us in his life so we just we were fine with that and yeah. we moved I mean, on without him exactly but. i mean it's different if you like make those friendships at the time but yeah. I mean, if you don't then you don't hold any obligation to that person yeah uh, somebody messaged um accidentally messaged the wrong facebook group today and it was an old old co-worker messenger group and it was just funny like looking through these oh yeah i used to really like that person and i haven't talked to them in five years but it's yeah. not a big deal you just sometimes move on and yeah, yeah i mean you know people come and go right and sometimes they come back mm-hmm. and that's okay but exactly. sometimes they don't Some, and that's also that's okay. okay too but in the 90s so he leaves he leaves the show he's uh he's a christian and mm-hmm. he reads a book by a guy named ray comfort yeah. You know Ray Comfort? I thought you were going to say, he reads a book by a little man 
called Jesus. Jesus Christ, a little author, but book called Bible. Right. Uh, Ray Comfort. Ray Comfort. He's it's a, not a real name, is it? Yeah, no. He's a New Zealander. He's a who moved to America. He's a pastor. He was right. Uh, he's a street preacher. Ray so, Bloody Comfort. Ray Bloody Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Ray Comfort. You know, he reaches out to Ray Comfort. Says, "I really like your stuff." They get together. They meet. Ray Comfort convinces him after they became friends to become a full-time evangelist and they start this like full-time yeah what do you, what do you like, mean full, like instead of like so he goes on like speaking tours and stuff right okay. and he also they started a tv show together where they you know talk about how to convert people it's very how, weird that they describe it as full-time yeah like it's a like it's a job yeah and to them it is like they'll go around and i guess that's true yeah yeah and they uh, Ray comfort is he has these videos on youtube and probably used to sell them on vhs teaching you how to like convert people on the street he would stand up on on, on boxes in the street and then like get people over preach about the uh-huh. lord and then he would get them over and be like have you ever done anything wrong have you ever oh, that's the that's my flawless new zealand accent yeah have you ever lied have you ever is that good sure uh have that's you ever stolen and then he's like he you know brings it down and says if you've done anything wrong you you deserve hell but if you come to god then you don't have to go there or whatever, like not obviously not proving the existence of God or anything. Yeah, Kirk Cameron would do those kind of things as well. It's like, can you imagine like Mike Seaver from <laughs> Growing Pains walks up to you and is like, "Have you ever done anything wrong?" Uh, no, I would know who he is, so I'd be like, <laughs> "Get the fuck away get from me!" <laughs> I would probably ignore him. I just have my headphones on. Yeah, and just like, "Can you sorry about it?" Yeah, care. yeah, like like if you're at Dundas Square yeah, or whatever. I've done it yeah. enough times Young to Dundas, ignore yeah. those people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then they start, like, arguing against evolution, the evils of evolution. Right. They film this video where Ray Comfort is describing how a can of Coke was made. And uh, Kurt Cameron is just, like, sitting there laughing beside him, like, oh, good analogy. Where the can of Coke, there's a big bang, nobody knows how it happens. But then the elements form together and create the aluminum, and elements form together and create a soda. And then the paint comes out of somewhere else and, like, creates the, <laughs> you know, 16 ounces on the side. Do not litter. And, right. like, and then he draws in the comparison to, like, and then we have this banana here. And it's perfectly shaped for the human hand. Um, it has a tab <laughs> that you can peel. I've, I've heard this yeah. before. The banana is <laughs> the, perfectly shaped for the human hand. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, the internet jumps on it and shows how humans help the banana evolve and how like so that way yes. yeah how the cultivated. seeds used to be giant so you couldn't eat them it was like a i think a bitter fruit or something and so well, they had, more like plantains yeah too, right? and how they were like short and stubby not yeah. at all that shape until humans cultivated it yeah. and bred it yep. and uh yeah so that was debunked and then eventually ray comfort made a movie called the fool i think uh-huh. Where he talks about how people make fun of this video all the time, but he's going to use it for like to preach the gospel. Like I'm called a fool, but you know who else is called a fool is, is Christ or whatever. Well, what I find very funny about these kind of things is it's it's not a good analogy. No. Analogy, first of all, because you were talking about or- organic life versus uh, manufacturing, yeah. which are two completely different things. Yeah, and we can very s- clearly see how these like different biological systems developed and adapted and adjusted and worked together to create the things that we have today. We we can, we can go back and see how these things develop across multiple different species and in different ways. Yeah, exactly. 
there's there there are biological systems and creatures in different parts of the world that do the same thing but develop completely differently because they were isolated from each yeah. other. And all that's doing is showing further proof that how the evolutionary chains work. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah, it's crazy. So they did this debate on ABC mm-hmm. in 2007 on Nightline about evolution versus creationism. So it's Kirk Cameron and Ray Comfort versus um, smart people. And yeah. um, at one point, uh, Ray Comfort gets up there and he shows a painting, and he's like, "If you see a painting, then you know that there's a painter. Just like if you see the world around you, you know that there's a creator." And the guy debating him was like, "Yeah, but you can go to a paint." factory and see how the paint is made and see the person making the paint and you can go to like where they make the canvas and you can see somebody making a frame you've never seen somebody making a tree or you've never seen a universe creating factory well it's 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 also one of those other things too when you get down to it at the end of the day it's like well then who created the creator yeah where did the creator come from it's the same fucking argument that you have with evolution well well, who created this is like well nobody there is no creator. Yeah. Some things we don't know yet, and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. But it's definitely not a creator. I can guarantee that. Yeah, and that was one of the audience questions, too. Like, um, if you, yeah, who created the creator? And then another thing they brought up in this debate, which they've used before, and they, uh, Kirk Cameron used it on Fox News at one point mm-hmm. earlier, and they were like, oh, that's a great argument. But, of course, yeah. when you have people who are smart there, uh, he's like, okay, well, if evolution is true, then this would exist. And he held up this Photoshop picture of what he called a crocoduck. A crocoduck? I'll show you a picture of it. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, a, a duck with a crocodile. Yeah, uh, photoshopped on top. Yeah. And my favorite part of that whole thing, and he's, yeah, because he's like, well, if this, if um, if evolution is real, then there should be a crocoduck. And they should at least find fossil records of a crocoduck. What? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they pan to the atheist uh, on the debate who just mutters under his breath, what a numbnut. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite part of the debate. I, this is something that, uh, these are some of the arguments that I, I find baffling. Just one, the sheer confidence of people who believe this kind of nonsense yeah. and other related things, yeah. religious or not. And uh, just the surety that they have of it and how, like, you're an idiot because you don't get this. Yeah. Meanwhile, the people who are actually properly educated and they have, you know, credibility. Yeah. And, you know, they've done research and studies and they've they've gone to school for this stuff apparently are morons because they can't figure this out. Yeah. And it's like, are are you kidding me? Yeah. Or or if you're not in it, it's just like, well, you just don't understand. That's why you don't get it. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, we get it. We just know it's nonsense. Yeah, it's just bullshit. Because even after that, uh, so after the debate, uh, he sat down, Kirk Cameron and Ray Comfort sat down with the host of the show, and they were just, they looked physically exhausted. And uh, he's like, Kirk Cameron's like, I just didn't think there'd be so many angry atheists in the audience. It's like, no, they weren't angry atheists. They were just people asking questions yeah. that that you couldn't answer yeah. because you don't know what you're talking about. And it gets really frustrating. Yeah. Because there's such a surety about it too. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no like there's no concession given. Yeah. I mean I can get pretty heated up when we talk about things like this sometimes and I and I do when I'm talking about ghosts and stuff because yeah. it's something that I do in other places. Yeah. And uh I do get a little like I'll I'll get heated about it because it's yeah. like it's like you're not listening to a word I'm saying. Exactly. All they're doing is dismissing rational thought yeah yeah my friend got really mad at me because i i was like i don't 
I don't do apologetic debates. I just don't do it. And he's like, well, then uh, then you're not being honest. I'm like, no, I just don't see any value in these types of arguments. I just think a lot of them are circular arguments, right. and you're not listening either. You're just trying to get to your next point. Yes. So I don't participate in those arguments. If you have what you think are evidence, then mm-hmm. yeah, I'll listen to that, and I'll yes. hear you out. Exactly. But yeah. That's my thing. I, if, if there was a repeatable evidence, something yeah. that could be uh, shown... Yeah, multiple times. I I would I would listen. Yeah, there never has been exactly the only evidence we ever hear is anecdotal. It's mm-hmm. circumstantial. It's people's stories. Yeah, and those mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. They mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. I know you're talking about your experiences, but in terms of proving something, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and my favorite two thing about the crocodile is they have discovered. Uh, a crocodile fossil that has a very duck-like bill. <laughs> so, even so there is a crocodile. There is a crocodile. Well, take that, yeah. uh, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in 2009, the two of them again went to uh, college campuses and handed out copies of Charles Darwin's The Origin of the Species yep. with a warning in the front saying that this is false and it's all been disproven. What? Yeah. Because the origin of the species is public domain, so they can print the copy right. and they give it out for free. <laughs> but there's so many videos of people like, oh, thank you. And then they just rip the first parts out and free copy things. I probably wouldn't even know, have noticed the first yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, was it in a, was it, I think it might have been in the one of the videos you're working on uh, where it had the thing where the guy was talking about uh, the theory of evolution and Darwin is like, and it's been like 150 years. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's still kind of. Yeah. taken as fact so that's a pretty good theory because it's gone undergone so much scrutiny over those years so if it's lasted that long it's got a pretty good chance of being right yeah that's the scientist kenneth miller i love him like he's just so great like just the way he explains things in such simple like Mm -hmm. language and he yeah there was another one where he was talking about how he was studying the dna and how like these two things like he's like either this proves evolution or it proves that God is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the two. <laughs> like well, God also, put that there to trick you. Well, it's also like the point too, like scientists aren't just like solving these things and then not addressing them again. What a lot of scientists are basically trying to do is prove everyone wrong all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> if you can prove somebody wrong, then you <laughs> then get, you get the, you get the recognition yeah. and then you get all this and then you get more and more funding and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But they're constantly trying to disprove each other. Yeah. So these things are undergoing intense scrutiny constantly. Yeah. So I don't know how you can't look at it and say like, well, these people don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's millions of people around the world who are who are who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, he also said it's no wonder that Hitler loved Darwin so much. So that classic comparison of like Hitler to Darwin because they say that Hitler was trying to like create a perfect race using like yeah. the. And even if he was basing it on Darwin, that doesn't mean that... No, didn't Hitler love Mickey Mouse as well? Yeah, <laughs> and Charlie Chaplin. He, that's go. why he had the mustache. Yeah, so if you yeah. like Charlie Chaplin or Mickey Mouse, you're basically Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> so sit the fuck sit down. Sit the fuck down. Uh, in 2012, he was on Pierce Morgan when Pierce Morgan had his show on CNN. Pierce Morgan asked him what he thought about gay marriage. Uh, he had to push it out of him and be like, what do you think about gay marriage? And then eventually he said, marriage was defined <laughs> by God a long time ago. Marriage is almost as old as dirt. And it was defined as the in the Garden of Eden between Adam and Eve. One man, one woman for life till death do us part. So I would never attempt to try to redefine marriage. Okay, first of all, that's not when marriage was invented. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think anyone else should either. So do I support the idea of gay marriage? No, I don't. So 
a lot That's of so stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's again, and it's people cherry picking things from the Bible to suit their belief systems. Because oh, yeah. there's plenty of things in the Bible that it says you should do that he's pro- that you shouldn't do that they're probably doing. Yep. Oh. But you know that we're going to ignore those parts because it doesn't fit your lifestyle right now. Yep. Exactly. It's and so it's stupid. like it's the narrative of the evangelical church right now. So you need to keep their, you know, them watching your movies. And honestly, with yeah. Kurt Cameron, the more I look at him, I think he genuinely. I don't think he's. A, this is a grift or anything. I think he's genuinely no, it, like it, it he believes like this stuff. Does, yeah, which I find even sadder. Yeah. I mean, it's it's shitty if he if it is a grift and he's yeah. a piece of shit. But this way, it's just like, oh man, dude. Yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. Exactly. Read a book. Read a book once in a while. That's not the Bible. Yeah. Listen uh, to somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to hear his views on regular marriage? and Not regular marriage. That's his version. Like uh, Of traditional opposite. heteronormative yes, marriage? Yes, thank you. Yeah. You know, the normal ones. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, he says, wives are to honor and respect and follow their husband's lead, not to tell their husband how he ought to be a better husband. When each person gets their part right, regardless of how their spouse is treating them, there is hope for a real change in their marriage. No, no, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. That's, that's hope for an author- authoritarian uh, like rule over another person in your household. Yeah. And if anything, that's a lot more like Hitler. Yeah, that's so true. So again, yeah. we're coming back to Hitler. You want yeah. to have control over another person's autonomy and everything they do yeah. because they should be subservient to you. Yeah. Huh. I wonder who else thought that way. Yeah. Instead of marriage being a union between two people, you know, an equal partnership, yeah. you know, about compromise and discussion and, and helping to build each other up rather than building one of you up while bringing the other down. Yeah. But, you know. Marriage is sacred. Yeah, so. sacred thing. Yeah, and he, yeah, he also doesn't. He doesn't think the couple should argue because the man has the final say. So you can have discussions on thing, but things, but you should never argue because the husband is the one who's like, yeah. I'm not surprised, to be honest. Uh, also on CNN in a different interview, he said that um, on abortion, that if someone who is ultimately willing to murder a child. Even to fix another tragic and devastating situation like rape or incest or things like that is not taking the moral high road. So once that child is born, what do you propose is done with it then? Yeah, exactly. Are you going to support that child? Yeah. Are you going to take any of the responsibility to help that child? Are you going to agree with welfare for the children? Mm -hmm. Are you going to do with anything that will help support them once they are born? Yeah, exactly. you're not. You're going to turn down every policy that tries to do anything to help these people until the baby is born. Yeah. And you're going to make, a, you know, probably a child, deliver a child when yeah. they, yeah. And the thing is too, like these media outlets got to stop giving him a platform. <laughs> well, I mean, just I understand why chi- they are. Yeah. I mean, just but. because he was a child star though, it's like, oh man, as, I guess as long as you have somebody there, slam him down right away. But, but that's the thing. These media outlets don't have any moral obligations. Yeah. That's the thing. That's They're not there for that. They're there for the views. They're there for the controversy. It yeah. makes sense that they're bringing him back. Yeah. I understand why. Yeah. Nor do I think it's their obligation to not have him on. Yeah. Ugh, I just wish, yeah. I just wish he didn't have a platform just because he was cute in the 80s. I blame more the but, people who keep watching these things. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, wow. In uh, during Hurricane Irma, uh-huh. he was in an airport and he posted a video to Facebook where he said, uh, "How should we look at two giant hurricanes coming back to back like this? Do we write them off as coincidence? Do we write it off as statistical anomaly? Wow, who would have thought it? It's just Mother Nature in a bad mood. I don't know how you think about it, but I think it could be something much more than all of this. Yeah, global warming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's Climate not what change. he says. 
one thing we know about hurricanes and other weather is that it's not Mother Nature in a bad mood. This is a spectacular display of God's immense power. When he puts his power on display, it's never without a reason. There's a purpose, and we may not always understand what that purpose is, but we know it's not random, and we know that weather is sent to cause us to respond to God in humility, awe, and repentance. Okay, right. So God is just throwing a bunch of hurricanes in a place where hurricanes usually happen. Yeah. At a more frequent rate because, what, we we let some gay people get married? Yeah, and he was going to fly that- away from it. Like if if it's from God and it's teaching us a lesson, why are you fleeing it? Yeah. And like also, I think three hundred people died in that. So God was like just trying to prove a point by killing these people. I, I like, don't know. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. And a lot of very poor people in the path of hurricanes. Yeah. So I don't know. Would a just God just kill a bunch of poor people? Doesn't who probably me, who probably believe in God? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To me, I don't, I don't think so, but. Well, apparently he would, because yeah. that's what these people think. Yeah. Rather than, uh, you know, if there was a, a just God who did want to do these things, you, you would think he would be a little more, you know, a little more pointed about where he's aiming these yeah. things. Yeah, a little more clear in his message. Yeah. yeah. But I guess not, so. It's not. Mm-hmm. Recently, he was on Fox News, um, recently as of recording this, before the election, where he said, Secondly of all, I see people of faith waking up to the scary idea that socialism and communism are knocking on our doors this Halloween season, and they're disguised in the costumes of public health and social justice. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so. Wasn't Jesus a socialist? Yeah, I'd say so. All right. <laughs> I think he's also, talked about giving to the poor. and Also, yeah. education and public health is not socialism. No. No. Mm. No. No. Having social services is not socialism. No. They're just buzzwords to get people angry and against them. It's so stupid. I was reading, too. I didn't write it down for some reason in my notes, but he was also talking about education specifically in that um, he said that education by its nature is religious because it's trying to answer the big questions, so we should have prayer in school as part of... No, 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 <laughs> no, no, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, th- these religious fucking nut wings, all they want is they want their children to be stupid. They want to learn the same dumb bullshit that they've yeah. been brought up in so that they don't feel like morons when their kids point out how dumb they are. About mm-hmm. it. It's all it is. You're just perpetuating stupid people and stupid beliefs. And it and, and it's disgusting because it it's it's tearing a lot of like... <laughs> It's really bringing down it's, the the United States is a good example of yeah. it. I think it's really bringing that country down. Look at the counties Scary. with yeah. the lowest education, and they are some of the most right wing religious nut mm-hmm. jobs there are out there. Yeah, and it's stupid people. It's stupid people. Yeah, I was watching a live stream of the election results, and uh, by cognitive dissonance on the podcast, and uh, they were like, "Oh, look, all the blue areas have colleges." <laughs> yeah. They have colleges. They have population density. Yeah. They have uh, diversity. Yeah. They have people from different parts of the world interacting with people from different parts of the world with yeah. different cultures and different languages. I'm not saying these places are perfect. Yeah. By no means are they, but they are much better than some of these others. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Uh, 
Uh, do you want to talk about some of his movies? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Am I going to get mad and say a word I shouldn't say? So he's not as annoying as when we talked about um, David Ayer White. Yeah. No, he's up there. So, <laughs> but, okay, so 2000, uh, the same year he did the reunion of the Growing Pains. He also did a movie called Left Behind, based on do the we, Left Behind do books. Do we talk about this? I think we have. I think we've yeah, talked about this before. And also Nicolas Cage did Left Behind, like a Left Behind remake. Was that The Happening or whatever? <laughs> no, it was, It was. yeah, they just remade. Or was it Knowing? Knowing, yeah, that the right. One? Was one of them. They came out around the same time. No, but like there's literally a Left Behind movie starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. The same, it's based on the same book. Left Behind ended up being a series, so the rapture happens, he's a pilot, and he has to like figure out what why the rapture happened right. and uh and then go from there or well, whatever. Well Nick but, Cage has a bunch of financial problems and he'll do it. He'll just say any, yes. So I, yeah. I'm not I'm not too concerned about that because yeah. I understand what he's doing and yeah. but hey, the Kirk Cameron versions they made four of them. Yeah. The Nicholas Cage version they only made one. Right. And uh and yeah, they were just so bad. And then 2008 he made a movie called Fireproof. That was about marriage. And saving your marriage, and he just plays a dick who's bad at his marriage. Yeah. His 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 wife's mother is sick, um, needs a new wheelchair. I want to say, but he's saving up for a boat. <laughs> so he buys a boat. He's saving up for a boat, and he's really excited about his boat. And he's also addicted to pornography. Okay, but who isn't? Yeah, exactly. But they just show him like at the kitchen table, like watching his computer screen, like oh, pornography, and. Uh, <laughs> And then at one point he's like, he's like gonna click on on a on a banner ad for porn, and he's like, no. And they just cut to him throwing out his whole computer. What? Who clicks, <laughs> just, who clicks on banner ads? Yeah, exactly. I just wanted a, a scene of his wife being like, I do my accounting on that. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> the school projects. You know, we had our taxes on there. <laughs> like what the hell? But also, yeah, if you are looking at internet pornography and you think about clicking a banner ad, don't click a banner ad. Yeah. <laughs> I think like 50% of the time it's going to be a virus. Yeah. And I think, well, this is 2008, so I think all porn was a virus. That's right. <laughs> don't click the banner ad. He also made a movie called Unstoppable in 2013 after the Liam Neeson movie also called mm. Unstoppable came out. So, right. But this one's a documentary oh. about why good things happen to bad people and about... Um, atheists so what about bad things happening to good people yeah what did i say good things happening to bad oh i meant the other way around why do bad things happen to good people right so it's basically he's trying to solve the problem of evil and be like no god is good there's just also bad things and he it's i don't know but in the trailer which uh, there's a few trailers but one of them was blocked on facebook and youtube Mm -hmm. because of something in the description or something in the tags made both think it was a spam. Yeah. And so it was blocked. So of course he has religious persecution and Facebook and YouTube are trying to block him. And they're both like, no, we fixed this. We fixed it right away. Yeah. Um, we just, our algorithm or our, our algorithms thought it was spam. Yeah. So it was blocked. It seems like spam to me. Yeah. I would probably want it flagged as spam. Yeah. But in another trailer, it's just him talking to the camera and he says, to be an atheist, you have to do two things. You have to say, I don't believe in God. And you have to say, I hate him. <laughs> Which are both not true. No. Being an atheist just means you 
you haven't been convinced there's a god. No, but you know what? Those are two things you don't have to do, but yeah. they are fun to do. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't believe in God, and I hate him. Yeah, and I think, well, because the whole movie is him trying to do deal with the problem of evil, but the problem right. of evil, evil isn't God does bad things, so I hate God for doing those bad things. It's that these bad things happen, which is inconsistent with the God you're describing, therefore we don't we aren't convinced your God exists. Right. <laughs> like it's not, I hate him for what he's done. My, my belief system is not necessarily based around bad things happening in the world or not. No, that's, that's just that's like less one. It yeah. It's one thing I think to bring up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my, I would say if there is any real hatred, a lot of people don't necessarily have a hatred towards God himself. It's more the systems in place that yeah. reinforce the idea of God. Yeah. It's uh, it's the organized religions. It's the things like that. It's the, the systems that, are constantly keeping people down, yeah. persecuting people that are hiding things that these people are doing. Mm-hmm. Those are what people hate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was trying to, I was arguing with a friend who, you know, it's just like a brick wall, but because he brought up, he's like, well, everybody, the basically, why do you hate God if you don't think he exists thing? And I tried to explain to him what the problem of evil actually was, that it wasn't that we think he exists and he's doing bad things and, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And I gave the example of, like, you know, somebody being assaulted as a kid or whatever. If if you were to walk into that room and see this happening, you would get really angry and do something. But according to your belief system, God is there and he's not doing anything. Right. And that's where the issue is. Mm-hmm. And then it was just something of, oh, so you're putting yourself in the place of God. It's like, yeah, that's the whole point. And he's, and it's like, well, you can't do that. God's God and he has his own. And it's like, okay, so everything's a mystery, works in mysterious ways. Like, but, but then the argument for that is if, if God has his own ways, then me being an atheist is God's will. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you trying to convert me doesn't mean anything yeah, exactly. because it is God's will that I don't believe in God. Yeah. It's a cycl- it doesn't make any no, sense. It it's the it's the same argument that you can make against them. But again, they're not going to hear that. They're like, "Well, we're we're put on the start to try and change people's minds." Like, no, you're not. No, no, no. You no. bought, you drank the Kool Aid, and you're trying to make other people do it too. Yeah, exactly. No, thank you. Also, you don't have to hate something you don't believe in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just it's not that we hate him. It's that we don't think he's there. Yeah, it's like if yeah. I don't believe in him, why do I have to hate him? I don't yeah. hate the. I don't hate something I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. Yeah. I remember once um, when I worked at a record store, this one, one, one of my coworkers was like, you know who I hate? And I was like, who's that? And she's like, Jason Bourne. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> that's not a real person. That's a fictional character. And I think it, it's probably that you just don't enjoy those movies, right? Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I would be like, yeah, you know what? I hate the Jason Bourne movies. Yeah. Like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But Jason Bourne is a person, yeah. I think you know, not a real do, person. Do you mean Matt Damon? Um, to twenty fourteen, he made a movie, a Christian comedy, Christmas Christian comedy called uh-huh. Saving Christmas, uh-huh. um, which was most mostly takes place in a car. Oh, do they do they save Santa Claus? No, <laughs> they, they save somebody from not not liking Christmas. So he what? his brother, the guy who plays his brother in law is mad because Christmas is too commercial and there's it comes from pagan roots and he doesn't want to celebrate it anymore. So Kirk Cameron has to go save the day and convince him that Christmas is good a uh, good time and uh, Jesus is good and even the stuff they took from paganism is blessed by Jesus. So it's all good. Wait, why is the stuff that they took from paganism blessed by Jesus? It's Jesus's now. But why? I don't know. 
What? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> a lot of his movies just aren't reviewed. But his highest reviewed movie is thirty eight percent, and his lowest reviewed oh. movie is zero. I don't think I've ever seen a zero percent rating. On yeah, a movie. but honestly, yeah, you can't say that the pagan things are blessed by Jesus. There's there's no way you would know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he might have a personal like phone call with, with god with, once yeah yeah probably. just yeah. To check in he got one of those calling cards from the convenience store yeah <laughs> then he's done some other shitty christian movies and uh he doesn't have a huge filmography because he spent more time being an evangelist than than yeah, a, yeah. which is probably i was gonna say for the best but maybe if he was making more movies then he would be doing less of the evangelical stuff yeah so, i don't know yeah it, it's probably bad either way you do it and his most recent acting role i think was on fuller house before that ended i think he played himself on fuller house right yeah Yeah, well he definitely played himself (laughs) by believing in god (laughs) any other thoughts on celebrities who try to convince you to join their religion i mean i i understand why they try and do it it's the same thing like you know you have some you have a public platform and you're trying to use that platform yeah. to to promote your viewpoints and things like that and uh, i know it it pisses it's i find it really funny that there are like the the christian ones who really push their stuff a lot of people don't complain about but as soon as it's something like political or science based yeah. that's when those people get yeah. pissed off about it exactly it's like why can't they just shut up they don't yes. know nothing about stick it stick to acting stick yeah. to music yeah. you always see that yeah but if they're evangel evangelizing yeah it's it's okay yeah yeah it's so stupid double standard much yeah uh i also just remembered uh, the family guy episode where peter started his own religion mm-hmm. and then all these other celebrities are starting their own religion and then he's like he meets kurt cameron was that family guy or was it the simpsons uh i'm not sure uh, but then they it's like oh it's the church of kurt cameron he's like no church of christianity <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also another thing you should check out is Two Kirks, a con, and a pizza place from Robot Chicken. It's an okay. old Robot Chicken sketch where it's Captain Kirk, Kirk Cameron, and uh, Con from Star Trek, mm. and they own a pizza place. And it's very short, like like a minute long, but it's <laughs> okay. great. Uh, Christian Rock Lyric of the Week. Let's hear it. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. It's called Left Behind. How fitting. Yeah, it's the theme song for the movie, and it was by Brian Duncan, returning champion. The other song he did that we had on here was uh, Won't You Come Rap With Me. Won't You Come Rap With Me. Yeah. Is that talking about Christmas presents? I forget. Uh, No, he meets uh, somebody in an airport, and he challenges them to a rap battle, but he's in no way a rapper. It's a funny song, but that's not what this song's about. Right. Um, This song goes, you might think I'm crazy. But I've been feeling lately, I'm standing on the edge of something ready to break. More and more I hear it. Something in my spirit tell me we're closer than ever to that day. The skies will open up. Every knee will bow. The revelation's coming, so let me tell you now. When it comes down, I've made up my mind. I know that I will not be left behind. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kind of boring. Yeah, kind of do think you're crazy. Um, See, I... Yeah, I I have a hard time with Christian rock lyrics because I find they all just sound the same. Yeah, I mean you could make the argument about regular rock lyrics, just talking about trying to fuck. So yeah, that's true. So, 
So, I mean, it's not really saying much, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty soon, any day, this guy's going to open up. I mean, they've been saying that for 2,000 years, but... Yeah, it still hasn't. Yeah. So. Somebody posted on Facebook today, like they posted ironically, that one of their family members posted it, but uh, it said, if the weatherman tells you there's a storm coming, you get ready for it, but when the preacher says that Christ is returning, you don't do anything... And I commented, yeah, but if the weathermen were consistently wrong for 2,000 years, you, wouldn't, yeah. you would ignore them, too. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we're not doing enough pagan rituals. Maybe that's the oh, problem. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah, because yeah. the Christians got rid of them all. Yeah. Maybe if we had those back. Mm-hmm. But it, wait, didn't didn't God kill a bunch of unborn babies? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. All right, so then yeah. why are abortions so bad? Yeah, exactly. He had told them to bash newborns against rocks. Double standard, double that's st- all I'm saying. Yeah, double standard. Mm-hmm. Um, Take a look at yourself. Look in the mirror, just like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, talking uh, to the man in the mirror. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Uh, remember to tell your friends about us and rate us on iTunes and yeah. tell Kurt Cameron about us. Yeah, you know what? Send him an email. Yeah. Tell him to take a listen. <laughs> Uh, good. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Work, work, work. Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>